0: Welcome a Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Mission Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm
1: Chris. I'm sex-positive Jonathan.
2: I'm Jarf.
3: And I'm Molly.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Everybody special in their own way. Not like that. Not like the monster Jarf says. <laughs> <laughs> so. so welcome back everybody uh, we're back with molly Balin and uh jarf harden from two different podcasts uh, <laughs> almost made it sound like you guys were in the same podcast they're separated only by the most tenuous small strands to the mxm community everybody's everybody's connected uh welcome back guys thank you happy to be back thanks for having us yep this minute 93 is what we've all been waiting on Yes, math, at last. <laughs> Thank God. We haven't talked about math enough. <laughs> Let, I, I was trying to think about it, and I don't remember there ever being any more math in this, in this series. I think this is it. I was, I was trying to think of three, because if anything had annoying math, it would be three, mm. but it doesn't.
2: My only note is math in all capital letters.
1: That's your only note?
2: Oh, this is going to be a long answer. Well, there was so much math, just my brain shut down. Oh, no. There's a certain number of facts and figures and stocks and calculations that I can hear, and my brain just – I think it goes into shock and it just shuts Mm. down.
1: Why don't you know what? So you feel better. Why don't you go over to? I see your harness in the corner. Go strap yourself uh, to your ceiling by your nipples, and we'll come back to you when you've had a little time to rejuvenate. Okay. Yeah. Let me just.
2: Yeah. Let me just
1: cool off oh, hey Ah, yeah. That's
2: better. Yeah, better.
1: I really wish we didn't. weren't doing this by video. (laughs) I feel like I'm watching a crime. (laughs) It's like one of those acts
0: in seven, you know. the, the, no. the, the killers Making him do. Uh,
1: yeah, I, like I'm, I feel like I'm watching. Like a, it's like one of those paranormal movies where they've got like some little microphone, uh, a little camera on, and I'm watching that evil thing happen to the person. Uh, this uh, this minute begins with supply and demand, and ends with a rustle. A kid just clawing <laughs> around. A rustle crow. No, ends with a rustle of doves. Oh, rustle, rustle, rustle. Russell. Whatever the whatever the sound is they make when they move around their cool, gro- cool. gross gross little dirt feet, <laughs> we are we're pro th- we're pro Tandy Newton. We are n- we are negative pigeon slash doves. Street st- doves are just street pigeons. We all know it. Clean pigeons. <laughs> we we know this. Yes, they're, they're and, all the same.
2: And pigeons are flying rats.
1: Yes, so flying rats. The Therefore, flying rats. all right let's get into this math um, I, I'm gonna read from the script what it says what Ambrose is talking about about this math he doesn't want the 32 million or 37 32 million was it was a 32 or 37 anyway he doesn't want the money from McCloy he wants to use the money and pay for options stock options okay what does that mean let me let me pull up the actual uh, line Uh he he. I'm gonna read this out outright, and then we're gonna go in and break down. Now here's how it's going to work. Wallace, the shares outstanding are, and Wallace, who is Tom Cruise's cousin, says ninety three point four million. And. Ambrose says, which means, Mr. McCloy, we have to get our hands on 480,000 options. We'll borrow your 30 million to buy these options. Your stock never sold above $31 a share. When your stock goes north of 200, and it will, those options will be worth billions. We can buy uh, And then oh, well, it goes on. So, those are the numbers <laughs> we're dealing with in the movie. There are actually more numbers in the script, and we'll talk about those later, and they're annoying as hell. But, Let's go over this. Raise your hand if you know anything about stock options. Okay, no one raised their hands. Uh, For everyone at home who's listening, stock options, the basics of stock options that I could find out about, the difference between a stock and an option is a stock is when you buy a stock, you are buying part of the company. When you buy a stock option, you are buying a small option contract with the right to buy or sell a stock at a specific price, by a specific date. So you're saying within this time frame, I'm going to buy the stock. Usually it's at a lesser rate than what it's going for. And then hopefully you're hoping in the long run, it will go higher. And your stock that you bought basically at a discount makes you more money. That's what a stock option is. Now, I think that's just really
2: just ratchets up the disbelief that he could possibly be positioned to, switch the plan from just giving them money to this complicated stock transfer. And I didn't raise my hand when you asked who knows about stocks, but I can speak from the perspective of working at the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Sometimes people will call us and they want to make a donation, but they want to do it by giving us a gift of stock.
3: Mm -hmm. I've heard that.
2: Every time that happens, of course, we're really happy because they tend to be bigger gifts. But also, no one in my office has any idea what to do. So everyone's stressed out because, oh, we're going to get this big gift and it's going to make a huge impact, but we don't know what to do. with. There's There are people that work for the CF Foundation all over the country. There's literally one person for the whole organization that is... Able to handle a gift of stock. And so we have to track down this person in Bethesda and get them to do whatever it is you do. So, j- because you keep
1: him in a secret location because he is the uh, lone survivor. He is the, the thing like, like when they have the Congress exactly. as a meeting, he's the guy that's like, Oh my God, if we lose him, he does everything. He's the only person that knows what happens. Yes.
2: What he's do? locked in a top secret room to okay. two people have to put in keys simultaneously to unlock it. Mm. Um, and so, to have. It's, it's, it, it's, it's just
1: a real big thing. <laughs> All right.
0: It's like, well, this it's guy like seems lock, like a saint. This the scene in Mission Impossible One.
1: This guy seems like a saint. So what does what the stock man say? What 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 do you, what do you do when you do that? Like, what is a stock option? You should ask him tomorrow. You should, you should, okay. Here's, here's what you're going to do. Here's my hope. Tomorrow or in the next month or so, when you see him again or hear from him, ask him the plot of Mission Impossible. First say, okay. Hey, hey, I've only watched 94 minutes of Mission Impossible. (laughs) Two, can you tell me if this plot is viable and how it works? And if the math is right, we want to hear back from you. Okay. I accept the mission. I'm going to try to recruit
2: him for the Impossible Minute Force and so he can he can share his valuable knowledge with us.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't have to like give his name or anything. If he just wants to say yes, it works or no, the math doesn't work. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
2: i'll have him record a video where his face is blurred out all scary uh, like and, and his voice is distorted but at least he'll give us that oh so
1: he'll just be using your recording mic <laughs> no. that's, that's, that's that's a
2: joke only for the four of us recording this podcast who so <laughs> can see no nope, and everybody listening <laughs> and everybody listening
1: are hundreds of thousands of fans <laughs> Just like these stock options are 480,000 fans who listen to our show. This is, uh, I actually looked it up because I was like, I wonder if some know it all wrote an article back in 2000. Yes. A, uh, a a magazine talked about the stock options scene from this movie. Oh my God. Really? I'm sure it's the same. Yeah. Well, Chris, you sound as thrilled as I was. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like someone trying to explain to me the pork belly scene from Trading Places. Like, and and frozen concentrated orange juice. So I'm like, they huh? bought it low and they sold it high, <laughs> and the Dukes didn't. And I'm like trying to figure out how trading places works. But anyway, <laughs> the the article basically says they just cut corners for time's sake. Um, the money that you normally ask for when you're doing a stock option is through a contract. None of these people have a contract with them. They are doing it by verbal. Well, and at gunpoint. And there are also no lawyers. So there's a lot of – there's not – there's no legal ramifications to what's being done right now. McCloy could be like, sure, no problem. I'm in the business of of making money. Sure. And then tomorrow I'll be like, no. <laughs> it, there would be no, no paper trail. That would explain where these stock options came from. What Ambrose is proposing, and uh, we'll come back to the article later, what Ambrose is proposing is he wants to take the $30 million. He wants to buy the right to stock options. And by doing that, he wants to option 480,000 options, which means he wants to buy 480,000 shares, question mark,
3: is that what you guys were getting from this? That was my thought. Yeah, that was my thought. And sec- yeah, that's I, I figured. Secondarily. But 408. 408- oh, no, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go on.
1: No. Uh, f- 93.4 million shares is what's outstanding with the company. And that, to me, meant that that is shares that are open to the public. I assume John mm. C. McCloy owns 51% of the company. So that that means I don't understand how the where the four hundred eighty thousand comes from because four hundred eighty thousand is not enough unless an option is not an option to buy one share it's an option to buy as many shares each option is worth a certain number of yeah. shares like if it was oh uh what what's ninety three divided by two let's all go do our math here let me get my calculator i I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna put this in the show. Uh, this will be boring. Um, 46.5. Okay. So there we are. I think what it means is 93.4 million shares. But uh, if you cut that in half, that is 40, what? 46, 43? What forty-three, what'd you say? 46.5.
2: I
0: guess
1: 46.5 uh, million shares. If you had 48,000, if you have 480,000 shares- uh, 480,000 options, you can buy 10 shares each. So basically, each option, he buys 10 shares at a certain price, and that price is going to give him 51% control of the company. The m- math still doesn't make any sense because I don't understand how much a share is worth. Now, I know it's never traded over $31, but I also don't know what this option you're going to buy it at. What are you asking to buy it? Are you asking to buy it at $10 a share? Are you asking to buy it at 31 Are you asking to buy it at $50 a share? I don't understand what I'm buying it at. So the, the stakes lessen dramatically in this part. I guess the perspective
2: that I was looking at this was why did they think that it was cool to put this in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> were they uh, because, thinking,
1: oh, you, you know what? You know what the kids are really talking about right now? Stocks. <laughs> well, they were in 2000, because if you think about how, think how many people became internet bubble millionaires mm. from stock options based on BS companies that went nowhere and then went belly up, and the bubble burst. I'd say in 99 and 98, when they were working on this movie, that was, especially to Robert Town. Another sex, he's a sex negative. pervert. <laughs> I think that I think he's he just was a the
0: pervert, l- pervert. <laughs> pervert,
1: pervert, 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 pervert he, pervert. he, he, um, I think he's like, Hey, everybody's into stocks now, everyone can become a billionaire except me
3: because damn it. Born. I made Chinatown. <laughs> yep. Well, I have a question because my so, understanding of stocks and maybe this is not what we're talking about here, was that if you purchase a stock and you own the stock, then the point is that you're getting dividends off of it, and that's why it's good to have Mm -hmm. stock, right? So that also, I think, factors into the math here. You pay off, like
1: if you pay, right, if you the dividend is you paid, for instance, $50 a share, and it became $200 a share Mm -hmm. like they're talking about, you could actually pull that money out and leave the stock in there at 50 and keep pulling out 'Cause you've invested so little and now have so much accrued in dividends.
3: Right, that you would be getting money so, back. So is that like where the pile right. of cash is that we're talking about? Because at a certain point, if your share price is so outrageous, you know, kinda like you know, where Ethereum got, you know, a year and a half ago are you really going to want to lay out, you know, $1000 a share in the future if you wanted to like pull out of biosite at a certain point. So, I'm presuming some of this is factoring in that the dividends are going to be what is making the money cuz like they wouldn't probably want to sell all that off in the future once they'd, you know, done the master plan, right?
1: The master plan I assume is to make billions? He says billions. Yeah. So I guess he was expecting long term to be doing this for at least the next 10 years because now he's a major stakeholder in a global company. Has he done what? Hey, since I watched it this week and it's fortuitous (laughs) in Godfather 3 when he's trying to make the Corleone family completely legitimate. Is that what at the end of the day Ambrose is doing? Ambrose is a psychopath. Why does he want to own a company? (laughs)
0: Because it makes him legitimate.
1: And I go and I go back to what Jarf said. Why put this in the movie as the motivation for the bad guy? Right. Yeah, what,
0: it, it, it seems uh, unnecessary, and and just like over overcomplicated
1: the the ending of the film. What was it with us in two thousand coming up with complicated money and trade based? Why do people think we like that? Was there a was there at some point some sort of um, I don't know. Not, not Conde Nast. I'm trying to think of like a, a company, uh, a Comscore score out there that like said, Hey, you know what Americans like? They love talking about stocks and they love talking about trade negotiations and they love talk. I mean, it's like, I'm mean, like, well, let's put it in our movies. I feel like I'm watching Scrooge. What if we had a detective with balls of string? And I'm like, why am I interested in this? And I'm not. I've I, To this day, this is one of the... I, I did not remember until we were watching this again to uh, start this podcast up that that was the big money-making thing in this movie. I was always like, oh, yeah, they uh, they ransom the stuff and they get like a ton of cash. Like it's, maybe it's two million. I'm all like, get it.
0: It to the motorcycles. Come on.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what is happening? Why are we doing this in the movie?
0: I'm trying to be smart. <laughs> it just didn't work out.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, Robert. What were you trying to do, Robert? What was your motivation behind this? Was there just like a giant pile of cocaine in front of you? And you're like, oh, I'm going to put stocks in this because that'll make the movie padded out more.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah. It.
1: I get paid by the page. <laughs> there you go. I get paid by so, the page. So, so next, he's literally just looking up stocks and like stock options. I don't know.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: The biggest thing that concerns me is if they do take over. This is a hostile takeover. Basically, if you take over this company, you're not going to have to release press releases and go through regulatory approval. And I mean, when you go through approval, they're going to be like, uh, what would you do before? I worked for the CIA in a covert group. Oh, and I killed all those. Remember that plane that flew into Denver? Uh, I blew it up. And you're like, What? <laughs> You can't buy the company. I, uh, You can't. I mean, th- these guys don't have records that allow them to own things, do they? Like that. Maybe they this could falsify never, it. I mean, th- there is a board of directors, right? Yeah. Right? Jo- you'd think John C. McCloy has a board of directors in an international yeah. company. You would hope so.
3: Well, I mean, I because know. somebody also has to hold these. So there's still, yeah, there's still the the. Um, and whatever regulatory agencies but also like how do they draw up these contracts even between the goons right like does tom's cousin <laughs> get like a part of this and how much is he getting because obviously like sean's kind of speaking for everybody but you know he was like totally do all of this like amazing stock stuff i'm like nodding i'm all about it but you know does he have a contract somewhere Hugh has a uh, money burner right now because
2: <laughs> no. uh, in
3: the past in, in the past
1: week uh, at least half of the team that was going to get some of that money has died the Ambrose. so the t- team keeps oh. getting smaller and smaller and we're down to and we're down to Tom Cruise's cousin and Stamp. And Ambrose and like two other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hell Everybody yeah, else I was is a gonna, day worker. All those guys Tom's my, beating up outside are day workers. Oh no. My, well, th- those guys work for BioSite. So they don't even get anything. They don't, they don't even have dental. <laughs> you know, which is ironic because they're getting hit in the face yeah. a lot. Yeah. And they work in
2: a facility where pigeons just fly all around. It's disgusting.
1: Oh, they don't work there. This is like a field trip for them. They were They normally work in the building, as we learned two weeks ago. They work in the building, and they come running out of nowhere at the slightest hint of any alarms. And they're like, what do you mean we have to go to that old the, the old Bear Island depository? That sounds terrible. I don't want to go there. Well, uh, John C. McCloy said we got to go. You ain't All got right. a choice. Uh, I hate pigeons, man. <laughs> well, I've got an inner ear infection. If I go and I get twisted around too fast, I'm going to fall down. That that's a joke from last week, so some don't get it. <laughs> all these guys have like real real problems. Oh, I can't be in the dank, dank, damp underground like that. That's not good for my sinuses. <laughs> oh. Biocyte guys are so tender. It's it's shameful. I thought these I thought Australians were like all beefy and, you know. And this minute ends with, uh, John C. McCloy kind of coming to grips with what he's explaining he wants to do. Ambrose does. And then we see Tom Cruise or we see Ethan outside slowly moving in and, uh, uh, he's rustling up some doves and a guard notices him. And that's where this minute ends. Uh, I'm glad our, I hope our talk about stocks has not, uh, made everyone fall asleep. Everyone okay? Oh, what? No, I'm awake. <laughs> all right. Could you okay. Uh f- let's take a couple of minutes and go to Tech of the App and while we're going, Jarf can unpin himself from the dangling, you know, his 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 dangling nipple clamps and we can all meet in Tech of the App. So, here we go. Do you need help with that?
2: No, I'm all right. If I have to, I'll come down. All right. Uh- <laughs>
1: All right, we're in here, and it uh, looks like Chris is bringing Jarf some Soothing Balm. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Soothing it's very nice Balm. Emoji. Oh, thanks, Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> soothing that's balms. much better. Thank you. Chris, Chris, yes. you don't have to apply it yourself. Please stop. Uh, no, I'm good. Soon. I got okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was told Ma- I had to do what I was supposed to do, so. Yeah, Molly. Molly's just watching in the corner. That's weird.
3: <laughs> that's not weird. Of
1: all the things that are weird. Of all the things that are weird in this, Me that's watching what's
3: is weird. weird? That's what's weird? Uh, yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah because we we thought you'd be uh, a little more into it after your uh, wedding story but you know oh well she's a married woman man <laughs> She is but <laughs> from her, her her story implied she's down to clown that's what oh, i heard Jesus <laughs> Yeah but got to have the
0: husband involved too Oh okay you can't uh, just put one party involved without that's that respect Yeah, he can come
1: in. He can come in. we'll we'll, ha- we'll invite him to take Aww. the app next time. He will not like it. <laughs> no sir, he won't. Well, here we are in Tech of the App uh, with uh, Jarf's nipples still um, recuperating. Let's ask him first <laughs> what is his Tech of the App?
2: So I'm actually going to go with the Technique of the Epnique, and that is the Technique of Mathnosis. So that is when you talk about enough math that it just lulls your opponent into a stupor that they are highly susceptible to any any suggestion that you might make, and that's what he's using.
1: I think I created some pretty powerful smr, AM, SMR when I was just hanging out there talking about it myself. I i. I don't remember what I talked about, guys. I think I left my body. <laughs> <laughs> I got so bored. I got so bored explaining the phakta math in this that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So that's a good one. Technique of the Ep Week. Uh Chris, what about you? I'm
0: gonna go with uh the uh Silver McDonalds restaurant chair that the guy uses as the as the tech of the Nice. Ep. the loudest <laughs> the chairs loudest chair in ever. history.
1: Those it's, chairs they're, always they're, make the they're worst aluminum. screaming noise. They're
0: not even that loud. I mean, they're not even that heavy. Please.
1: They're in Australia. It's aluminum. Aluminium. That's
0: <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm going with the aluminum chair. All right. Sorry. Char.
1: Char. I am going to go with... You know what? We haven't talked about this in a while. Ambrose's hair parted oh, down the middle. Oh,
3: sweet. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Still a look. Let's see. I'm going to double that. Let's see. Denim. I'm wearing all denim. Yeah. I've just made a plan about stock options. How do I, how, what what hair says, I definitely am here to bargain. <laughs> Darmamu, I'm here to bargain. <laughs> well, wait, I've, I've just watched Doctor Strange, everybody. I think it's the hair parted down the middle that is so unsettling. I, I can't
0: understand why Naya doesn't want to be with this guy.
1: Yeah, he's such, such a prize. Such a winner. His clothes are all made of the thickest materials ever. He has a burlap jacket,
3: too, that he wears sometimes. Mm-hmm. Molly, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, it's just in the very beginning of this minute. there are these blue fluorescent looking lights that are in the it's kind of mid left of the frame. and yes. I love the, you know, sci-fi lab blue light. like nothing says
1: we I was asking last week if those were on top of servers. Oh. like like uh, like it's like some in the server room. It is not. you were right. Those are ambient lights up above like that have been added. This room is weird. It's got a lot of direct sunlight coming in f- through open grates in mm-hmm. the ceiling, but also blue lights over on the side. It you know what it has? It has a very uh cantina feel oh, from Star Wars. Mm. It does. It Doesn't does. It? Absolutely. Like t- uh, put everybody in prosthetics and it's got that kind of like that smoky filled slab concrete kind of thing
2: mm-hmm. going on.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: It's like It's like a wretched hive of scum and pigeonry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A little dove walks in the front door. (whistles) It's like, we don't serve your kind here.
3: (laughs) Poor
1: dove. That's a sad dove sound. All right, great. These are all great texts of the eps. Uh, We will see you guys tomorrow for 94. 94. Uh, episode 94 It's going to be a great one uh, A lot of good stuff happens in that minute And you can find us at MinuteImpossible.com The Impossible Minute Force on Facebook And at MinImpossible M-I-N Impossible on Twitter And until tomorrow, I've been Jonathan I've been Chris I've been Jar.
3: I've been Molly This minute will self-destruct in one second oh, Boom <laughs> 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 Pram! <laughs>